0: This is Your Path with Bishop Mark from
1: Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. Forget what you think you know about church. Good evening. Good evening. Do you recall Ash Wednesday, 2018? Ironically, last year's uh, Ash Wednesday fell on Valentine's Day, February the 14th. I said at that time that it seemed to be a strange juxtaposition, Valentine's Day and Ash Wednesday, but... Valentine's Day 2018 was different for another reason. It was a day when a shooting took place at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. Seventeen students and staff were fatally shot and seventeen others were wounded in that shooting, surpassing the Columbine High School massacre as the worst high school shooting in the United States. It was a day of enormous heartbreak. In an online sermon, Father Michael K. Marsh, an Episcopal priest, tells about the first picture that he saw from that horrendous scene, it was a woman with her arms around another woman, two, two moms crying and waiting for news about their children. And we've seen those kinds of pictures before, notes Father Marsh, too many times. This one, however, was different. The thing that caught Father Marsh's attention was a cross. One of the women in the photo had ashes on her forehead in the shape of a cross. Evidently, she had attended an Ash Wednesday service earlier in the day. She had been marked with a sign of mortality and the fragility of life, writes Father Marsh, the same sign with which you and I will be marked in a few moments. And she now stood among the ashes of uncertainty, fear, death, sorrow, and loss. My guess is that when those ashes were being put on her forehead earlier in the day, she never thought she would be standing where she was. Probably none of us would have. We don't want to consider that possibility, let alone face that reality. And yet, that's the truth Ash Wednesday holds before us. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. It was a sobering day, a day we never hope to see repeated. It has always seemed ironic to me that our lesson for this evening, comes from the Gospels, should. Begin as it does. Christ says, Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. We hear these words about not practicing our righteousness in front of others. Then we will leave this service with a smudge on our forehead that announces to the world that we are followers of Jesus. I thought of this when I saw another famous photo recently of former Vice President Joe Biden with a smudge on his forehead where he also had just come from an Ash Wednesday service. Biden is a devout Roman Catholic. The photo was from years ago, but I couldn't help but think when I saw that photo, way to go Joe, you're showing whose side you're really on. But how do we reconcile the two? On one hand, we read that we are not to make a show of our righteousness, and yet we've come to an Ash Wednesday service where we are invited to at the end to come forward and have this mark placed on our forehead that will announce to the world that we belong to Christ. It seems to be a contradiction. Of course the explanation is in the wording. Notice Christ says be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. In other words, if you have if you have come to this service tonight to make a show of your piety, you do not belong here. The reason you are here is all important. Is it a show to impress others? Or is it an act of contrition? Notice what Jesus says in the rest of this passage. So, when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be honored by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that you, your giving may be in secret Jesus is saying to us that if we are here to make a show of our religion, forget it. This was Jesus' main point of contention with many of the Pharisees. It was their sheer hypocrisy. They were righteous people, and they wanted everyone to know it. They delighted in making a show of their piety. Remember in Matthew 23, uh, verse 5, Jesus denied them for uh, this very thing. As he put it, everything they do is done for, for people to see. They make their, They make their... <laughs> this word is going to get me. They make, their phy-la- phy-lacteries. Phy-lacteries? they make their phylacteries wide and the tassels on their garments long. Phylacteries were small leather boxes containing strips of parchment with passages of scripture printed on them. These boxes were worn by devout Jews who interpreted literally the instructions in the Old Testament <coughs> to fasten God's word on their hands and foreheads. The Pharisees made their phylacteries broad, they put more writing on them, or made the letters larger and thus more visible, to appear more holy. As for the tassels, in Numbers 15, 37-41, in New- 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 Deuteronomy 22, verse 12, we read that God commanded his people to make fringes on the borders of their garments, so that when they looked on them, they might remember the commandments of God. Leave it to the Pharisees to make these tassels as conspicuous as possible. Not to remind themselves of God's law, but to remind others how righteous they were. Jesus had no sympathy with such foolishness, whether it was with uh, ostentatious dress, or loud and lengthy prayers, or flashy shows of charity. I doubt that any of us have, have any sympathy for such blatant hypocrisy either. And yet it happens. Actually, acts of hypocrisy are usually counterproductive in the long run. Most people come off as ridiculous when they try to puff themselves up and pretend they are something they are not. There was a British sitcom a few years back that I know uh, uh, that some of you, not many of you, some of you are familiar with. It was called Keeping Up Appearances. The series ran on the BBC from 1990 to 1995. It is still being shown in reruns on Netflix and BritBox and PBS. The central character is an eccentric and uh, snobbish middle-class social chamber named uh, Hyacinth Bucket. <laughs> Though her last name is spelled B-U-C-K-E-T, Bucket, she insists that it's pronounced Bouquet. She answers her phone to Bouquet residence. the lady of the house speaking. Hyacinth's whole purpose in life seems to be to try to impress everyone else how upper class she is. She lives her life constantly keeping up appearances from the china on her table to her elegant and much dreaded dinner parties, she is usually hampered in her attempts to put on the writs by her sisters and brothers-in-law, brother-in-law who are definitely uncultured. Much of the humor comes from the conflict between Hyacinth's vision of herself and the reality of her lower-class background. In each episode, she lands in a far, farcical, farcical, farcical situation as she battles to reject an image of herself that does not mess with reality. In her situation, it really is funny, but it wasn't funny when it came to the Pharisees. They were in places of religious authority. People looked to them to give an an accurate picture of what God expects out of His people. Instead, all the people saw was a caricature of the real thing. So let me repeat. If you have come to this service tonight to make a show of your piety, you do not belong here. Jesus has enough people who claim to be his followers, whose actions tell a different story. It's one thing to wear a cross around your neck or have one smudged on your forehead. It's quite another to bear a cross in your daily life. Bearing a cross is an act of humility and service. Bearing a cross is an act of contrition and commitment. Ultimately, it is an act of devotion and love. It is not noisy in announcing itself to the world. It is silent, but sincere. It's like a a man that Pastor Bruce Lee tells about that he knew years ago in a small church that he once served. There was a senior member in the church named Bob who mostly kept to himself on Sunday morning. He didn't serve on any church committee. He didn't express his opinion very often, even when asked but Pastor Lee noticed Bob's car at the church fairly frequently and the two of them became great friends. In Pastor Lee's third year as pastor, Bob became ill with cancer and a, after a very short time developed pneumonia and passed away. Everyone at his funeral expressed kind words. He said things about Bob like, he never complained about anything. He was always faithful to be at church every time the doors were open. Another comments about his being a very private person who mostly stayed to himself. A couple of months after Bob's passing, Pastor Lee was still missing their talks and just seeing Bob around the church. Then one day, a member of the congregation approached Pastor Lee about the light on the outside church sign not shining at night. we called the chairman of the trustees to inform him of the need to check the light, the chairman told him that in all his years at the church, he had had never known the light to, to burn out, and did not even know where the, where the key was to unlock the lid to change it. A few weeks later, the clock on the wall in the sanctuary stopped working. Pastor Lee took the clock down, and it turned out to simply be that the batteries needed changing. When it was pointed out, one lady said that in all her years of coming to church, she never knew the clock to stop working or the batteries to, to need changing. You see where this is going? and on later, Pastor Lee noticed a, a hinge on one of the cabinet doors in the Fellowship Hall was loose. The pastor heard many people complain about the, the hinge being loose, but no one took time to fix it. After several more similar incidents occurred, it became more and more apparent that Bob was the one who fixed things and kept things going smoothly at the church. No one was aware of just how much Bob had done. The quiet old man who had kept mostly to himself was the one who kept... The light bulbs changed. The batteries and the clock changed. The broken hinges repaired. And the list went on and on. Today there is a plaque on the wall in the fellowship hall of the church that reads, Thank you, Bob Griffin, for all the times your work went unnoticed. We appreciate you. That's the kind of service that Christ appreciates. It's the kind of service where a woman quietly consoles a friend who has lost a child in a school shooting. It's the kind of service in which a neighbor inconspicuously helps out someone in the community in need. It's the kind of service in which an adult places his hand on a young person's shoulder and gives him much-needed encouragement. If you are here this evening to show off your piety, you are in the wrong place. If, however, you have come to worship Christ, one man who humbled himself as no man has ever humbled himself and you are signifying that you want to follow in his footsteps then this is the perfect place for you to be amen all right be seated for a few announcements the best part of the service right
0: no, you know. okay
1: Okay. Um, if you have not done so yet, please take the time to uh, download the Pray.com app. Um, uh, I post every day, I post a small, either a scripture uh, or a piece of scripture or, a, or just a small prayer. Every day I'm on there and I, I post something just so that you know that I'm praying for you and I hope that you're praying for me and just remind you that we're here for each other. And it's a good place to just, you know, kind of get your day going. Also, this is a place where you can tithe online. We don't have that option here at church yet, but we do here with this this app. And uh, if you want to use your credit card or your your, your bank account, a lot of us don't carry cash anymore. So I think this is a great way for us to keep doing the tithing online. And you don't have to remember, you can set it up automatically. So it's nice and easy to do. on It's at the uh, uh, Pray.com app. Pray.com. Okay. Compliments, concerns, suggestions, or complaints. Very simply, go to feedback at dallasfuelc.com. Simply email feedback at if you have one of these things you can talk about. Moving on. Pray at Pray at We, especially during the Lenten season, it's very important that we have a place for people to um, get their prayer requests uh, taken care of. And we especially during Lent, when we're really being introspective of ourselves and looking at ourselves, we need somebody sometimes to help us uh, get, get through the day. And prayers can help us do that. We pray every day here at Dallas University Life Church. Uh, you can choose to remain anonymous or you can leave your name. Just email prayatdallasulc.com uh, uh or you can also ask if we uh, uh, pray for you during regular weekdays or you can also add you to the bulletin on Sundays and the entire congregation will pray for you. Okay, moving along. Hey, hey, did you know we had a podcast? Yeah, yeah we got a podcast. <coughs> okay. You, you, got, you got to catch that podcast. Let me tell you something. Guys, uh, I love doing the podcast. It's a lot of fun. Um, and, and there's always something a little different about it. I've said it again. I'll say it again, 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 again. I've always said in the past, I'll say it again. Um, it's different to listen to the podcast than it is to watch YouTube or to be here in person. It just is. Um, I find that I actually enjoy listening to the podcast more. I'm kind of critical of myself on video. Um, um, I, I actually listen to my words a little more when I'm, when I'm listening to the podcast rather than paying attention to all the things going on in the video. So maybe I'm just too and distracted. I'm not sure. But please check out our podcast. That being said, where can you check out that podcast? Well, that's about this. How about Anchor, Pocketcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, CastBox, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and of course, on TuneIn. Or if you don't remember any of that, just go to your Google or your your, your MSN or your, what is, the, what is that one called? Uh, the MSN one? Uh, yeah. Uh, go, to, go to your search engine and type yeah. your path with Bishop Mark. Just do a search for your path with Bishop Mark. I guarantee you'll find us. We're all over the web. All right, guys. That being said, cost money. Unfortunately, this is the worst part of my job. I hate to do this part of my job, but it's something that has to be done. We rely totally on donations here at Dallas, Dallas Universal Life Church, and one of the things that we support is that podcast. Um, we now have an option with our provider of our podcast, uh, Anchor, who has set this up for us to offer for our, our uh, listeners to donate to the cause. Um, there are three different options here, 99 cents a month, four ninety nine 99 a month, or nine ninety nine a month. I'll be very honest with you, none of them do anything different. It's just what you can afford and what you think, you can afford to, to pass on to help this, this podcast keep going. If you're listening to the podcast and you're able to, we ask that you help us out because it costs a lot of money to do this, believe it or not. We, we're, all, we're all human. We all go through, through lives and have bills and, and know what computer crashes are like and what everything else is like and all these little you know, you know, stumbling blocks we hit. But as a church, it's, we rely on your donation to keep it going. and uh, That's how we survive. So 99 cents a month, I sure hope we're worth that. I do. I hope we're worth 99 a month. 499 a month. Okay. 999 a month? Well, I don't know, but you know, I have seen some, some 999 month subscriptions out there that I think we're better than. So if you if you like us, if you if you're you're enjoying our podcast, please take a chance and go to uh I, I, it's not up there for some reason. Um it, it's it's anchor.com slash bishopmark slash support. Anchor.com slash bishopmark slash support. And that's where you can go and do this. Or you can just go to anchor.com and go to our, our, our uh, anchor.com and look for Bishop Mark and you'll find us on there and navigate your way through there. But to the direct page, anchor.com slash Bishop Mark slash support. Okay. Okay. Fair Park. Fair Park. Gay Pride coming up. It's, uh, guess what? Go hit that button. <coughs> June 2nd will be here before you know it. I mean, I just said, didn't I just say that Easter would be here before you know it? That was already, that was New Year's, wasn't it? And it's already almost here. So i'm telling you folks june 2nd will be here we need your help we are a small church and I, I i this is our first year of marching in the pride and i think it's it's important that we have a strong showing i do I, I i mean i think if one of us marches that's great i think that's perfect I think it's wonderful but the more the merrier i mean and look get your friends get your family get get your co-workers get somebody out here with us it's it's an honor first of all to, to march in a pride parade and it's an experience of a lifetime i've marched in several i've ridden in several and each one has very, I have very fond memories of each and every one of them in all different cities that I've done them in. And I encourage you to, to ask your friends. I mean, I, I bet some of you would love to go and experience this, this thing that we've got called Gay Pride. And to know this year that it's moving down to Fair Park and going to be huge. I mean, it's, it's going to be a big event down there. Uh, it's easy to get to, just take the train down there, you know, whatever. Parking is easy. It's not like the days of the past where you had to, you know, park five miles away and pay $25 to park or $50 to park, and you can park right there, you know, take the train. Very nice. So this is what I need y'all to do. I, need, I want to have a strong showing. The banner's already here. The t-shirts are being designed. Um, we're working on everything. Uh, get some people over here to help us. Get some commitment. Start knocking on some doors and people you haven't talked to in a while and say, hey, I'm Dave. Come march with me. You know, something. You know, come on, guys. You be inventive. Y'all, y'all are good marketers. How about the church? And you know what? Might even do with that? You might actually bring them to church, too. I need an idea too. Hey, all right. Okay. Just pause that for a second if you would. Okay. Changing the entire service like that on PowerPoint and on the program and everything, and there's just a couple of us here, it's a lot of work, especially in a two-day turnaround. So um, I, there were a couple of glitches and I, I appreciate you all bearing with us, but um, I think we were, this all went over rather well. And um, this is a, one of my favorite, one of my favorite uh, times of the year uh, because I guess I'm a little selfish, but I actually get to improve on myself now. I kind of sit down and, and turn my eyeballs in on myself and on my own soul and go, what am I doing? Am I on the path I'm supposed to be on? And is God pleased with what I'm doing with my life? And he's not, why not? Why, what, do I, what am I doing wrong? Let me, let me fix that now. This is our time of kind of adjustment. Make sure that we're on, in the middle of our path here, are going the right way. It's our time for us for introspection it's time for also for service that's how we make ourselves better right by giving ourselves to others but it's also it's it's very much a time for ourselves to to really take inventory okay i encourage you to to uh to think about giving something up this lent just to remind you of the sacrifice that jesus gave for us i mean you'll never ever give up something that amazing that he did never but give up coca-cola give up chocolate give up a cigarette give up something just to remind you every day of that sacrifice that he made for us the ultimate sacrifice and that amazing amazing sacrifice he he, 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 he uh, gave for us so i encourage you to, to do that a lot of people don't don't do it anymore but i encourage you i think it's very important okay but let's rise for our dismissal Knock, knocking on heaven's door. You're listening to Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. Okay, so what'd you like, what'd you not like, what do you want to keep, what do you want to get rid of? Ash Wednesday, Ash Wednesday service. Um, We have some late late comers today, and I'm glad y'all made it. Um, uh, At least you're here.
0: Uh, Get it out there and get it over with. Come on with it. And just, it, it to go back to your sermon, um, to be righteous, Uh, not to be righteous, but to, it is a fine line. And ultimately, our showing of our faith is, is, it's God knows your heart. Mm. And the purpose of, you're doing what you're doing. You know, it's, yes, it is, it's a show of our faith, but it's, but you don't want to, Seem high and mighty, the more righteous, you know, and, and that's—I just wanted to add that. Ultimately, it comes down to your heart.
1: And that's the whole idea of the so of the sermon, right? What
0: you're doing and why you're here.
1: And, and you know, look, I, you can fool everybody in the world. You can be the the be, uh-huh. best BSer in the world, but the one who really matters is God, and that's the one you got to answer to in the very end. And uh, I suggest that you try and have your heart the right way.
0: You know what
1: you're doing and why you're doing it. And he does. So does he. That's right. That's right. Um, and that, that was the basic, you know, the, the whole idea of the sermon there was, you know, look, look here's the way I look at it. You know, yeah, it, it kind of was strange to me at first, too. When you think about, okay, we're walking around with this, he says, don't don't be boastful. Don't be, you know, don't don't be proud and showing it off and doing it. And don't be yelling out in the street and praying and. But you walk out of here with these, this, this, this cross on our forehead and you say, look who I am. Look who I am. I'm, I'm, I'm a follower of Christ. But look, I look at it a little differently. I always have thought of it a little differently. I want people – there were a lot of people, even as I was growing up as a kid, who would ask me, well, you know, what is that? What is that? What you, what's that on your forehead? You know, what do you got? You got dirt, something. And it was an opportunity for me, even at a younger age, which I guess is kind of a, a pre-shadowing of who I became, but to introduce them to uh, my faith to introduce them to Christ. Which is kinda of cool. Um there's another way to look at it. You know, hey you he got a smudge on your forehead, you know, you know that's not just a smudge. Let me tell you about it. Yeah. You know?
0: It's not about me, it's about him. And that's, that's right. ultimately
1: that's what it always is, isn't it? Any time you're able to share,
0: um, it it'll go over better with someone who who becomes curious after seeing and hmm? actions speak louder than words. It's all about how you present it but, um, to the person. You know, there's it, 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 if you say, oh, if you say how good I am or how 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 kickass I am for doing this, then that then you're making it all about you. It's, it's not, not about me. me. But if you said, if you say, if you present it to look at this opportunity to help others, look at this, look at this need. To
1: exactly. Help others. Should, look at this, so
0: you know, it's so then, then that's then you're about them. You're about the you
1: know. The, Which is what we are, right? We're you know. we're about uh, akwe Ali, men and women for others. Right. That's what our lives should be about. That's what we profess in this, in this church is men and women for others. This is not about me. My life is not really about me. And and, and you know I, I get questions a lot too. Being being uh, a figurehead of a church, um, where you know it's my face on a lot of things, and I'm the one leading the services and th- things like that. And they think that oh you're the you're the church. You're you're you you are the. I mean you're that's you, we won't make it without you. And you're the no baloney, you know. I, I, I'm, I'm honored to to have this position. I'm honored that I was able to start the church, and I'm honored that I was able to to have my friends keep me on um, as, as the pastor here. But uh, it's not about it. I find it, you know, yeah, you have to be a little um, full of yourself sometimes to get out here and do what I do, I guess. You know? But it's not about me. And I, I deep down, I do know that. And, and you know, it's when I when I Sundays are so cool to me. I mean, even though they're frustrating as hell a lot of times, because I'm so adamant about getting it right. But at the end of the day, when I go and lay down on Sunday night after, and I just take that breath and I go, we did it again. We did another one. Somebody else heard heard something that was needed to be heard. You know, we, we one more person maybe heard us, and we're getting it out there on the airwaves, and we're getting it out there on YouTube and our podcast. That just I mean, that's that's what keeps me going. That's what drives me. So that's that's even you know, it's not about us. It's not about us. You know, you're standing on the corner, and everybody's giving you praise for your charity work, and you you donated this, that, and the other, and you should make sure they see the make sure they see that check you're writing for the basket for the tithings. All those zeros, right? You don't need to do all that. If you're giving in that way, that's what it said today, and this, and I said it in those no, no uncertain terms. If you're here about that, if you're here about you, if you're here about your piety, then you don't belong here. This isn't for you. And I meant it. And, you know, I wouldn't have been surprised if we'd had somebody new here or whatever that might have taken that wrong and may have walked out. I, I see that happening. But I do mean that. And I mean what I said there. That's not This is not the place for you. because That's not what we're about. We're for others. And it's very hard to do that. It's very hard to be that selfless at times and to realize that we can give and give and give. and may not come back when we want it, but it sure as hell comes back when we need it. And I experience it every single day. You know, somebody who owes me money from a year ago walks in and hands it to me when I didn't know how I was going to pay a bill. You know, I was at my last resort. That was it. It happened yesterday. <laughs> And if you look at it and realize that that's God's grace coming at you, that's God's gift back to you, that's just your giving out coming back now, you realize that this works. It really does. Being a man for others, being a men and women for others, works. And if the whole world would just do that, wow. I mean, I can't imagine. It would be amazing to me. That's utopia, I guess, for me. So, you know what? I want to tell you all a little, a little secret. A year ago, Well, more than a year ago now because of the way the the, the holiday works. But Ash Wednesday last year, I asked a certain somebody to come to our service, and um, just a friend of ours, and I wanted to come check it out. And I knew that he had um, a religious background. His family uh, has some uh, uh, rather high ups in some of the uh, Baptist churches. And I I actually was very, very nervous when he accepted to come to the service. I I really was. I was nervous uh, about him coming. Um, But it turned out to be a a very good Ash Wednesday service, and I enjoyed it immensely. Um, And this is uh, actually Baylor's one-year anniversary with the church. One year. So, Baylor, one year with the church. Welcome. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, What you need to know is I don't – and I appreciate that. And. A lot of what you hear from me has just been my experience. I don't have. Any that's all you can give. In, in yeah, you do. Other. Life. I have life, and that's about it. And um, that's all you need, though. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm honored, but I really, I I'm, I don't see myself as worthy. But, no, you know, if I can help, I will. And if I
1: Watch to- that tape again from last year? I mean, it was you. You carried that round table. You really did. I mean, it was. It was one of the best roundtables we've had. It was really very, very inspiring to, to watch. I've watched it again and, again and again. Y'all know how I like to watch those those videos. <laughs> uh, but it, seriously, I mean, I was I was honored to have you here. And, and the way you participated and the way the guys really – you have an energy that these guys, they latch on to. And they, it does very well with them. And they, they're able to share with you. And, and it gets them interested. And just that alone makes me interested because, you know, you're – you got something, maybe you know, different folks, different strokes for different folks, and everybody, you know, has their own little niche. And I, you know, my some of the things I do interest them, and some of the things somebody else does interest them. So you know, I can't do all of it. So it's it's nice to have somebody and see that kind of that magnetism, which was really what happened that night. That magnetism towards you, because every eye was on you, and it was it was really a, a spectacle to see. It was really awesome to watch. So, but it was a lot of fun. And never need a
0: dirty
1: joke. <laughs> hey, right there. This to to. So, you know, God God has a sense of humor too, you know, and that's yeah. what I look at that. Not the
0: guy you had a friend on Facebook. Right? <laughs> but, uh, you'll have that one message. This
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, today, I mean, very simply, I mean, we're entering into Lent. I, I said at the end of the service that I, I think it's important, and I do. I think it's important. I mean, as a kid, I grew up, I grew up, I'm a recovering Catholic. Um, uh, I am. I grew up, uh, you know, in the faith. And we uh, were mandated to give up something for Lent. And um, there's all kinds of things I gave up. And I was, I hated every minute of it. I tell you, it was, it was tough as a kid, some of the stuff. Yeah, but I wasn't doing it for the reasons I was supposed to be doing it as a kid. I didn't really understand it. I did it for the approval of the authority figures there. You know, look what I did. Yes, I, I didn't do it today. I didn't have any, I didn't do any. It wasn't really about me and God. I mean, I think I was, I was a little young for that still. No, but
0: that your parents instilling. My parents did the same thing. In, 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 Is it? If we're fortunate enough, yeah. But then in life, at some point, you had a light switch moment. Sure. Or, or you finally hear God for the first time. Does that make sense?
1: I remember that you day. You're to listen. Yeah, they, we, I talk about that all the time, or Baylor.
0: light switch moments. you learn yeah. to listen or like Those epiphanies. These, yeah, these are, this is, and sometimes it comes later in life. Yeah. It's not right away. And, sometimes you know, it
1: never comes. Sometimes people never do, never do get there.
0: But that's, you know, I, I was always told that child growing up, come hell or hell on They will see the witchers in church. Not, we are going to church because we are going to worship worship God. It was, and, you know, looking back, it seemed very, you know, hypocritical. And I just never resented it. And I would, you know, tell me why we go to church. Don't tell me why we're going to church.
1: It's not about being seen. Right. By them. Maybe being seen by God, but not by them.
0: You know, we're called to corporate worship. And that's what, you know, Sunday services at churches are. It's, that's For the most to part, and do that.
1: yeah. And um, and and it's look, I have my problem with some of the other churches. I, I do, and I I voice them adamantly about losing the sight of what church is all about. You know, it, it's it's not about million dollar tithes. It's not what it's about. It's not about mega churches where you never even your pastor never even goes out on the sick calls because he's too busy. You know. That's not what this is about, and you know, all more power to them. They if they're helping somebody, fantastic. If they have got their little niche, great. But for me, I, and I hope for you know for y'all as well, you know, I this is huge to me. This part of our service, this is what makes us so different. Is we can sit here and I can talk to you eye to eye, face to face, and and we can discuss things. I'm not just up here preaching at you, talking to you, and shaking your hand as you leave. We're talking. I'm getting your ideas. I'm hearing you. And we're bantering back and forth with that. And I, I, tell you, I learn things every week from you guys. You know, I've studied a lot of Bible. Um, but it, all the studying in the world wouldn't match up to what some of the things I get from these roundtables, some of the input I get. You know, looking at the Bible, and I, I talk about it all the time the Bible is a kaleidoscope of translations, and none of them are necessarily wrong. It's just all different ways to look at things, and they're just a little different way to look at things. It's not necessarily wrong; it's just different. And when I can kind of pull that together in here, and we can talk about that, and I can get that feedback, wow, I mean, that's just such a boost. That's huge. So, so you know, church. I think if we stick to those. Stick to our basics here. We're here for a reason. We're men and women for others, first of all. Well, first of all, we're here for God. And this is first first one first and foremost, right? Always. That's number one. Our purpose on this earth is to serve and worship God. Right? How do we do that? By meeting men and women for others, right? By giving of our gifts to others, by being selfless. Um, and then these are
0: all ones. Huh? These are all ones. This is the only time you get to say that. Why? one, two, three, four in order.
1: Well, no, no. You know it is because look, God. The reason we're here is to serve and worship God. Period. That's that's our first. That's that's the first and that's the only reason we're here. We are here to serve and worship God. Okay, how do we do that? Well, you do that by coming down the tree here. Okay, you do that by being men and women for others. You do that by 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 donating your time. You do that by giving of your gifts. You do that by you know, by coming to church and, and and worshiping. You do that by tithing. You do that all these things that you can do now here. All to be to, for this little pyramid scheme here, right? This little pyramid, just wor- serve and worship God. That's what you're here for. Yeah. I agree. Okay. No, you weren't. Yeah, I, I agree that they're all important, and, and they are. But the ultimate, the ultimate goal here, the ultimate duty that we have on this earth is to serve and worship God. Whether it's by loving your neighbor, you know, whatever. All those good things that Jesus Christ talks about in the Gospels, you know, His life. Follow His life will Leave your life the way Jesus Christ led His life. I guarantee you won't have any trouble. What's up? What do you see? You should sit over I should sit over there. Yes. Yeah, Why? Lent, I'm, we're almost done here. <coughs> we're almost done. We're almost done. Yeah, we're about done. anybody have anything else for us today? I mean, I really enjoyed. I enjoyed the service. Um, it was you know, it is what it is. And now I encourage you to give up something for Lent. I do. I, I, I can't stress that enough. I, I think if you really think about what you're doing, and you remember every day that you you're hungry for that chocolate bar, or you're you're you want that that you know, Coors Light, or you want to have that uh, cigarette, or you want to have that Coca-Cola, and you don't, you think, well, I, I, that kind of it bothers me that I can't have it. But well, I bet it really bothered him when they nailed him to the cross, and he gave up his life for something he didn't do. So, all right. Guys, let's close this out in prayer. And I will see you. I'll put another quick turnaround. I'll see you all next Sunday at 3 o'clock. Here we go again? Oh. What? Okay. do you, 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 you want to do the prayer with us? Anybody else want to give the prayer tonight? Oh. Anybody ready to do that yet? I would. Okay. Would you? Gavin, please. Okay. Absolutely. Gavin will lead us in prayer tonight.
0: The Father in heaven. Please guide us and grant us the wisdom, understanding, and the love, and as well as the patience that is sometimes needed to go out and carry your word and to help others. Help us to understand one another and to be there for each other, as brothers and as sisters, and also as men and women for others.
1: In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. Very, very nice, Gavin. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you very much. I'll see you all next Sunday at 3 o'clock. Help us get this room back together.